Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. And I'm Terry Price. I'm a writer, photographer, I'm a certified labyrinth facilitator, and a podcaster. I can finally say that, Craig. <laughs> Welcome, Terry. Um, I, I, I'm laughing at finally? What do you mean finally? This is not just the beginning. You are well into your journey. I love to talk to people like everything we do on this show is related to podcasting in some way, shape, or form, but I, I love to find where people's previous experiences overlap with podcasting because you know we all know podcasting pretty well, and then it's these neat little insights we get. Uh, so when I was talking to you before, you mentioned coming from an audio background, from an sorry, from an analog background, and that for you tech was the challenge. And and what I'm curious about is what you know when you think back to the I'm going to say the analog Terry. When you think back to the analog Terry, <laughs> what was it about? digital and about podcasting that that really felt like it was something you wanted to move into well uh, it, it was not digital per se it's uh, digital was the necessity right. if you're going to do podcasting now you, you've got to be digital <laughs> and so uh, when i went through college i majored in communications and uh, radio and television and did quite a bit of radio uh, did a lot of play-by-play -play work with sports uh, did some news, uh, did a little television and did sports casting there. And all that involves storytelling. And I love storytelling. I'm a writer. And so I like working with words and, and keyboarding and physically writing. I love all of that. But there's something different about the oral story. I mean, uh, you know, mm. all the stories and things that we do nowadays, all of that started as oral storytelling. And so yeah, that's always been close to my heart is, is an oral storyteller. So when podcasting came along, by that time I had transitioned out of my uh, radio and television career, and it just seemed like a natural fit for someone who likes to write, likes to tell stories. And now I could do those stories um, orally. And uh, so the trick was then <laughs> in the old days with analog, and you had to work with tapes and uh, <laughs> literally splicing, yeah, right? literally splicing and putting those together and making them. Yeah. You know, and the cutting good. room floor. It's a literal yes. thing. The stuff it, falls it literal, on the floor. That's right. <laughs> literal cutting room. I get pickled nowadays when I hear uh, people with digital equipment say, yeah, I left that on the cutting room floor. Say, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, or, you or I hope I get good tape. Is another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I know what you mean, but that's not how that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with, with the computers and the digital world and everything in order to have really good quality it had to become digital at some point and so right. i did not want to do analog and then try to do some converting and things and so got up to speed with some equipment and tech and um feel good about it uh feel reasonably competent with it and uh so i've been doing it now for some months and i just dearly love it I, it is uh scratch the itch that i hoped it would do you, um, you know, go out on a limb, do you feel like it's also this multi-armed hydra that just tries to take over your life? Because I, <laughs> I feel that way because it's, it, the, the, once you figure the tech out, it's actually really easy. Oh, look, I just hit this button and then I could just make yeah. 17 hours yeah. of me talking yeah. to a microphone and then you got to yeah. deal with that, right? Like it's, yeah. it's so easy really to do, but then to make a, to make the thing that matches your vision or your imagination is really hard. So how do you, if you agree with me, how do you wrestle with that octopus of like, yeah, now I can dig this huge hole. Then how do I, how do I find the time to edit? How do I find the time to, to do the editorial and the script writing beforehand? And how do I decide 
what I want to talk about and what I don't want to talk about. How do you wrestle with that? Well, uh, that's a, that's a really big question. And, and first of all, I do agree with you with regard to the octopus hydra uh, analogies. <laughs> um, and and as a creativity coach, I mean, one the basic tenets that I try to coach and teach is that everybody's a creative. Uh, we all have things we can go back to our childhood and figure out things that we did while we played that made us happy. Mm. Um, those things are still there. It's just that in a lot of cases, uh, we, we quit doing them because they uh, are supposedly frivolous. Uh, they're not making money. And so we're, we're no longer uh, have the ability or permission, I should say, to play. Right. So along with that concept of creativity, however, is this notion that whatever you do, if you are really being creative, you're bringing forth something that previously didn't exist. So all of my notions of what my podcast would be were helpful to instigate. But in reality, uh, it's a work in progress. You know, I discover mm -hmm. something new. Um, I did a script for the first one and I thought, gosh, I really like that. But what if I do this? And then I interview and then I start pulling in sound effects and then I start. So all of that is energizing and exciting and fun, but to, to try to figure out where you're going and then to find new directions as you are going along the path, it does require more time. It does require more energy. And uh, so sometimes it can become a little, uh, a little daunting as well as uh, uh, exciting. But, uh, but I do love it. I do love it. But, it, but what you're saying is right now, I'll say one other thing. And that is that a good friend of mine told me one time, because I've been very active and involved in a lot of things. And she said, Terry, you need to understand just because you can do everything doesn't mean you should do everything. And so yeah. um, I'm a big fan of uh, it's a website and, and a culture, a community, Abbey of the Arts. And they teach this concept of we, we generally know uh, what we want to do or, or we use in spiritual terms what we're called to do. Right. Okay. So we're pretty good at that. But the concept that they introduced to me, they call that your spiritual yes, your sacred yes. But they say if you're going to do your sacred yes, you've got to learn a sacred no. Hmm. You, you know, you can't just be adding, yeah. taking a bucket and saying, okay, well, now I'm going to do this. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm yes, going to yes, add yes, podcasting yes. to this. I'm <laughs> going to add this to this. Oh, I've got a family. Oh, I've got to eat too. Um, and then we have a, you know, pandemic um, that you have to be able to say, all right, if I'm really going to do this, if this is something that's really essential for me, then what is it that I can let go of? And so that's part, I mean, it's a daily struggle. It's not a checklist where, you know, I say, oh, yep, this, 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 and oh, that's gone, done. Yeah. I mean, it really is, it's a daily struggle because my tendency is to say, you want that done? I can do that. Yeah. Let, you know, let's do this. Yes, yes yeah. I can. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, I can. And. Very, that's it. very that's improv this, oriented. Yep. yep. The yeah, ego yes creeps and. up and, and, and says, heck yes, you can do that. And you have to say, you know what? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But it's now now's not that time. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I yes and myself to death. Like I just <laughs> how did I wind up with fifty things to do today? Huh. <laughs> you know, for every finger I point I out, know. there's four that <laughs> four that point back at me. Oh, you know, position yes. heal thyself. Yep. Um so I, I totally agree with you on the struggle and and I have some ways that I attack that, like in particular with this show, I 
I actually made a list and I, I was like, well, what are all the things I hate doing? I hate editing, right? There's no editing. I hate post-producing intros and outros. There were no intros and outros. I, hate, I just deleted all the stuff that I didn't want to do. That's um, brilliant. And then I, well, I, everybody says that, but it's it's kind of, um, what's the phrase? It's a, a, that's a stern mistress. Like mm. that means that there's no place to hide. That means that- yeah. I need to, I need to show up. Um, and like, I have a certain little pre, you know, personal, like I go through, you know, lights and, and my stuff and how, and like, I spend a few minutes specifically on the guest before I show up in the call. Like I have a routine, <clears throat> but there's no excuse. Like if the call doesn't happen and the thing doesn't get recorded and published, like there, where was I hiding? Cause I deleted right. all this stuff that I didn't want to do. So right. it, it cuts both ways. Um, and then I, I have this call to like, well, maybe I can do four in one day. Could I do six in one? You know, I had like, oh, do more. And so it took me a while, like 70 episodes <laughs> to get into the habit of, um, and I'm, I'm, what you were describing made me think of this. I didn't realize it, but it took me a while to remember that I had said no to a bunch of stuff, editing, trying, you know, all this, these pieces. And I all of a sudden felt like I had to say yes by stuffing in more actual episodes. I'm like, no, you said no to all those pieces. Just keep doing a few. Like, right. so that even though I know about the yes problem, I just automatically tried to do it by trying to schedule, sure. reaching out to more people sure. instead of just letting the pace, you know, be more organic. So, um, that's just me commiserating to say, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Well, it's I think part of it's a cultural thing. I think that again, we, we live in a culture that rewards busyness, uh, that rewards mm. product productivity. Yeah. And so if we have what we would consider to be a down period, we've got to fill it. You know, we could do more. So why aren't we doing more? And there's a, a sense where we don't appreciate self-care. Uh, as right. we should. Yeah. And so, and, and there is this concept of, you know, quality over quantity. So, and that's part of what I think I've been struggling with a little bit in this morphing of my podcast to become eventually what I think it will fairly consistently be. And that goes back, I have to remind myself that when I was doing radio work, 90% of it was live. And so, like you're saying, you know, you eliminate a lot of things when you're doing a live broadcast. <laughs> the uh, light you, comes on. You, have, you, you better have, say hi. You have a cough switch, and that's about it. I mean, everything right. else is live, and so you you learn how to work through that uh, method. And so, in starting the podcast, however, with having the ability to edit. Uh, it became, like you say, a, a severe taskmaster. It was like, well, that's not exactly perfect. Go back mm. and eliminate that. Oh, you can read. Oh, listen to that. You can mm. redo that portion. Do that again. Uh, and and so, again, that's the ego cropping up. And then at some point yeah. you start to think, nobody's going to notice that. Nobody's going to, they're if they're tuning into this, hopefully they're not sitting there with the pencil and a pad keeping score of, you know, oh, well, there's, you know, breathe. yeah, it's like, it's I heard like, him breathe uh, again. <laughs> my gosh, what's this man doing breathing? Um, like a baseball game, you know, how many errors, yeah. how many hits, how many errors? And yeah. uh, people aren't doing that. They're listening for the content, uh, the a connection, uh, something that they can walk away from feeling better, smiling, learning something. I mean, I think that's at least my experience with the way I approach podcast. I, I want to come away I, feeling I like, agree. yeah, 
I've, mm. I've made a connection. Um, I've learned something. And that's something someone else told me one time said, we need to get past this concept of perfection and focus on connection. And so yeah. again, that's, you know, that's just part of my journey in terms of, of becoming a podcaster. Yeah. It's so interesting to think about like, who's like, who's actually listening. Is it the, you know, <laughs> um, the person who's like dropped in on episode 62. Right. Um, if I forget to say the name of the show in my intro, that matters because they'd be like, what am I listening to? What is this? What we, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But if they've listened to all 62 of them, any moment I spend doing anything that's like meta is wasted time. You know, like yeah. we don't need to talk about how the sausage gets made. And I struggle with that a lot. And in this show, I didn't even say the name of the show. <laughs> There's no, I'm not even sure I know what the name of the show is. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's just like uh, in some ways, it's fun to strip all that stuff off and and think, you know, maybe somebody would drop in and listen to one of these, you know, who's like a former business associate of yours who doesn't even work in podcasting, who just like, I remember Terry, he's my friend. They might right. listen to this episode and yeah. they're not going to judge me based on whether or not I, I did the five things that you have to do in, in every introduction. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. So I think I, I do better work. Um when I don't focus on, on the process and the shoulds mm -hmm. and the coulds, uh, right. and instead, you know, just have pleasant conversations or what I think are pleasant conversations yeah. with people. So, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes those are distractions. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I'll pretend like I, I do, do, but it's a, it's a mute button. I don't want yeah. to hit the mute button. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes those things can become, um, a, a defense mechanism, you know, because to me, the actual, germ the actual essence of the podcast i mean that's really the hardest and most rewarding part at the same time of of doing this but i can put that off and i can go listen to 14 different possible music beds to determine what i'm going to use yeah. for my opening you know <laughs> right uh, you know there are a lot of things that you can do that we're proficient at uh, we feel like we're accomplishing something, but we're putting off that, which really is the essence of what we're trying to do because, yeah. you know, it, 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 uh, it's important to us. We really want it to be right. And again, sometimes we want it to be too right. We want it to be too perfect. And that's, again, I think that's a struggle for a lot of us. I think that's part of the reason for I think that's a, procrastination. I'm you, I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of people in the context <laughs> of podcasting. Everybody says that. And I'm not, I'm not diminishing what you're saying. I'm just saying, no. Oh my God, everybody says that it's totally a thing. Um, which, which makes me wonder what's, um, this, this is a hard question, but I'll give you two flavors to choose from. What's something you're currently struggling with in podcasting or the harder flavor is what's something that you're doing because you're hiding from something you should be doing in podcasting. Wow. Um, yeah, that's a great, those, those are, are great questions. Um, it's horrible I think the, when you have to choose. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the, uh, <laughs> I think the hardest part for me as a creative writer is that, um, I work basically in fiction and I'm not on any deadlines. So, you know, I can, I can sit and muse and look out the window. And when I feel inspiration, I can take off with it or I can write, um, as, uh, the, the author, uh, Anne Lamont called them shitty first drafts. Right. Um, you, you don't have a good second draft or a good third draft to get through the first one. And right. so with, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you can throw all of it out there knowing you can clean it up 
and, and make it better and make it right. And you can do that in scripting for podcasting. And, and a lot of what I'm doing scripting, and again, that's something I'm kind of working on to figure out what the balance is going to be. But if I'm going to do this and say, uh, I'm going to put out a podcast once a month, or I'm going to put out a podcast once a quarter, or once a week or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't have that luxury. You don't have that luxury to sit there and say, oh, you know, is that the, is that adverb really the one I want? You yeah. got to, you got to push through because there is so much time spent in addition to the actual recording to get that out there. And so you can't just say, okay, I'm going to put out one a week. I'll work six days on getting it recorded. Uh, you, you've got to stay on task. You've got to push through. Um, so, that, so I think that's the hardest part for me because I don't want to let go. I don't want to, I, w- I want to keep working on that paragraph until I feel yeah. like it's a really good paragraph. And uh, for me to do this on a consistent I, basis, I'm going. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to let go of some of that. I, I yes, I don't script because almost all the stuff that I do is with other people, uh, conversations, and I find it really hard to do host on mic because maybe I just don't enjoy scripting, or I'm like, well, I probably should go do that if I if I feel like it's hard. I, that's the challenge. I should go work on that. But I was just reading a blog post. I don't know if it was a new one or an old one. Uh, I don't know where I found it from Stephen Pressfield about mm-hmm. he had a mentor when he was first starting out. I think it was his first agent. <laughs> the guy was like, you know, older than marble. And and the guy said to him one day at lunch, what's 467 minus one? And Stephen dutifully went 466. And the guy went, no, zero. <laughs> because if the book is supposed to be 467 pages and you're at 466 and stop, you have zero books. He's like, it's funny. Because I was just thinking like, oh, there's such deep wisdom in like, yes, yeah, but you have to finish, Craig. Like you have to actually yeah. push the publish button that's or whatever right. the definition of done is. That's right. Um, that, that's so a any, great. I any love more that Any words story. of wisdom for, for people who, um, not everybody that I talk to does podcast host on mic. And I'm just wondering since you've done so much, um, done so much writing and you've also done like live radio work, what maybe insights you've brought for those are two very different fields, right? <laughs> it's two completely different areas. If there's any insights that you now realize that you got from those places, like writing showed you something, maybe it is just ship it. Um, and, and maybe something that came from radio about, you know, you got to just keep moving forward. Like, I'm just wondering if there are insights from these two very diverse fields that you now realize you're using within podcasting. Um, well, right off the top of my head, a couple of things. Um, one is, is that when, when I'm writing, and I think this is fairly universal, if you're not careful, you f- the ego will tell you, here is your knowledge and your experience. Now put that out there. But for me, the joy of writing, and I think the joy of the experience of the reader, um, comes from my discoveries as I put words down. And I think that's part of the fun mm. of doing host on mic, because by writing that, I'll start off with a broad concept of what it is that I'm wanting to to do, and then let the words kind of carry me. Uh, I think it was Flannery O'Connor, probably several people said this, but uh, something to the uh, effect of, I'm not really sure what I think until I write it down. I and I think we're, you know, we're, we are that way a lot of times. And so um, I, that's part of the joy for me. And I'm hoping that as someone decides to sit down and take this 20 minute journey with me, that they will start to pick up my epiphanies and my revelations to me 
I mean, that's really that when I do a podcast, I'm not, I don't have this grandiose idea that somehow people are waiting on my every word. The, the podcast <laughs> really for me is a journey of self-discovery and it's one I want to share with other people. You know, you have something really good that happens to you and you want to share it with somebody else right. and then they get excited. And so that's, that's kind of where I come from there. And then the other thing is um, a writing mentor of mine one time said that you never finish a work ever. You never finish a work. You abandon it. <laughs> and I have oh always God, thought of that, uh, you know, because we have this concept again, going back to perfection uh, that we're going to, we're going to finish it. And right. what he says is, you know, you, you abandon it. And in one of a couple of ways, one, you literally just say, <laughs> never, <'cause, laughs> yeah, that's gone. That's delete. File it's gone. 13, right? <laughs> yep. And then you have another one that you believe in, but it's, you just, for some reason, you're not pushing through. There's just something, it's just not quite there. So you set it aside and it's a, it's a temporary abandonment. And during that time, your subconscious plays with it, you know, when you're yeah. off doing something else and then all of a sudden, bing, and you pull it back out and you're able to work farther on it. And then the third is when you release it, whether it's printed word where you send it to a publisher uh, or a podcast, you finally say, I, you know, I'm going to abandon this by uploading it. <laughs> Yeah, good <laughs> so enough. Start right? on the start on the next one. It's not that it's perfect, but it is what it is, and we move on. We 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 finish with that, and and we turn the corner and say, "All right, let's do another one." Terrific, Terry. Um, I always hate to say it, but I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> so thank you for. I know we we spend a lot of time working on scheduling to get together, and I'm so glad that we made it happen. Thanks for taking well, the time. Well, thank you, and thank you for your your persistence. I like that better than your word. Your word was pestering. I don't like that word. I like persistence. <laughs> You're I, very I never, welcome. I never felt <laughs> that you were pestering. <laughs>